I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and dive deep into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality, learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships, because everything starts with you. Hello, Jema. I'm so excited to have you on my couch today. How are you? Let's just get started and talk because I know you're a good friend and we've known each other for a long time. You know, I usually start with the first question, but I just want to see how you are and how you're doing. Yamilka, I am so glad to have you in one space all to my own for like 45 minutes. This is such a treat. So thank you for having me on with you, girl. I am so good. This has been such a fun whirlwind, like almost so much because I haven't been able to catch up with you. So this is perfect. Everything's going great. Have a fun business rolling, working with a lot of great clients and good stuff coming up. So you got me at a great time. Great. So we're going to get right into it. So it wouldn't be, and I've been telling this to all my interviewees, it wouldn't be a brand therapy session if we didn't start with a childhood question. So (laughs) let me ask you, is there something from your childhood or a story, something that you were inspired by that kind of brings in the life you live today? Oh, that's such a good question. Do you want to talk about just personally or professionally? Personally. Personally. Oh, yes. I mean, I can tell you something, definitely. I was just having this conversation. Um, I have a couple of teenagers in the house, and I was pulling in memories from Sesame Street because it taught me all of my Spanish language. But right after Sesame Street, uh, there was this fabulous woman chef named Julia Childs, who I think anyone who loves to cook or loves to eat knows Julia. So that is something from a very young age, four or five and six, I was spending my summer afternoons with Julia and she was teaching me how to cook and entertain and laugh at myself. And that is absolutely something that to this day, I still channel my inner Julia from my childhood and bring her in on a daily basis in life. That's That's, such a great question. That's beautiful. So I want you to tell us what you do and why is that reference important to you? Because I know you used to do something in the past and you've changed kind of your career. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about what you do now But then how does that Julia piece reference to what you used to do? 100%. So I am a personal branding photographer and I have the total pleasure to work with all different types of entrepreneurs and creatives and executives as well to create big, beautiful branding for their businesses so they can show up online and in their marketing. So before I got into brand photography, I first started off as a corporate event planner for years, planning events for anywhere between two to 3,000 people. And that really is where I was able to take that piece from Julia back in the day of my childhood and entertain and get creative and really connect with people through humor and compassion. And it was such a beautiful career. 
I started to wrap that up because I had kids and I was looking to kind of define my days a little bit more than crazy midnight hours. So I opened up my own bespoke, which is something you, a little, you know, that I have in common. We love that word. It was a bespoke wedding cake business. And so again, this is where Julia comes back in. I've always had this food and pastry influence in my life, brought my creative hands to it and working one-on-one with my clients to create something beautiful for the biggest day of their lives. And during that process, I was able to start collaborating and creating connections with other women who are in the industry as well. I also hit, hit, did this with Yamilka when I moved to Louisville too. And that's when I learned my love of photography, creating with my hands, and then also helping it to elevate other women who were in the same process too, so they could be seen the way they wanted to be seen too. So hence the photography career. I love that. So you, since you're a brand photographer, must know this question really well. Tell me about your personal brand. I think I was able to define this in the very beginning, but I was not because I started off this way. I created this brand for myself that I thought was what I should be doing as a brand photographer. And Yamilka really was a huge part of helping me kind of crack open that code and kind of call BS on myself and say the way I was showing up was great, but it was not me. And so this branding that I have created over for my business over the past handful of years is very soul-centered. It is all about uh, my love of art and creativity. It's all about kind of the look and the feel and just in that moment where you actually are stepping forward, as I call it, stepping forward into your influence. And I am making space in my branding to say, I'm a safe place. You can come to me when you want to hide in the corner or you don't know what to wear or you don't know where to start, but you know that you need to come out and be showing up online for yourself. So I would say it's a combination artsy, quirky, and a little bit of a therapist. So you get that right side and left side of the brain, both in it. And I hope that is what's shining through when people find me. No, I love that because I think that's why I started this podcast was because I felt like people just really wanted to understand branding from a deeper level. And that's Mm -hmm. why I call it brand therapist is because I feel like I am a therapist to my clients. And I'm sure you are too, because it's so emotional, right? It's so psychological and we really need to get in there, crack it open and then help the client through all these pieces. Now they're showing up on a picture on social, whatever it is, and they have to be really comfortable in that inner piece has to show through in the picture. It does. And you can't do that until you walk through the process and find someone on the other side, whether it's you, Yamilka, hand in hand with the client during their own shoot, or you find that photographer who really will lock in one-on-one with you and help peel back those layers and pull you through the process. Well, because it's not quick and easy. It it isn't. And you know, the picture that I use on my podcast is from Jama. She actually took that picture and it's so great because my brand is all about play and having fun. And that picture really shows the playfulness 
and that having a business doesn't have to be so serious. Not at and all. I love, I mean, that was a candid picture where I didn't even know that I was going <laughs> to I just got up on my- You were so in the moment that day. I was like, I would go anywhere with you. Let's go. Where's the tutu? <laughs> but it was perfect. It was perfect because you forgot yourself for a minute and just enjoyed the moment and your house and that beautiful outfit you had on. And that was you. That was my friend Yamilka right in front of me. Right. And I had to use a makeup artist or hairstylist. No, no. Put it on and got on there (laughs) and just had fun. Right. That's, I know it's, it's hard for people, especially when you get started and things like that to really have fun, but those are the best, best pictures. So let me ask you this. I know you have an answer for this, although (laughs) it kind of looks at me like, what, what are you asking? So tell me, when was the moment that you knew you had become famous? Oh, we have fame stories, right? Everybody has a fame yeah. story. Tell me about yours. So there is ah, this moment. There's two moments. There's one where I looked at myself in the mirror and said, girl, you've got it going on. That was like me saying, shaking my head at myself and saying, oh yeah, you're it. Like, I've got it. I've got it. So it's seeing yourself in that role. And then really when that happened is I had gone through a lot of behind the scenes, deep diving work on my writing in working on courses. And again, Yamoka was an integral part of that as well. And so I had worked really deeply on the authenticity or authenticity piece coming from the inside out, not just the photos, because I had to do that as well. So I started showing up online in podcast interviews and in person, more of myself than I have been in a very long time. And when that happened, the invitations started flowing in, the referrals started flowing in. And even more cool, I thought, is that I started getting these behind the scenes messages from other photographers and creative and business owners saying, Jema, I love everything you're doing. Can you show me how you're doing that? It can't be easy. I know it's not. And it was just kind of those messages, people dropping in my DMs (laughs) or sending me an email and just feeling compelled to reach out to me that I realized, yeah, I mean, we can call it fame or just, you know, somebody seeing you for the first time, but that's when all that happened. And it was beautiful. I love it because everybody has their own definition and, you know, it doesn't have to be the definition that we carry, but I loved how you described that. It's like the moment we were seen and I had somebody else on another podcast that was saying, it's the moment that somebody else that you don't know sees you. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. So it's really about how you yourself define that moment, which I love. So with that, tell me your greatest fear. My greatest fear, I think the biggest fear that I have right now is I am so in love with what I do and being in this one-on-one space, whether it's through a Zoom chat or, you know, even better on a shoot too. And I'm afraid that I am not going to allow myself 
to go as far as I can take it. And what I mean by that is that I have this beautiful place in Louisville where I have clients in a handful across the U.S. But I know what I have is special and I know what I have can actually help elevate a lot of people in a space that they may not always, you know, otherwise take themselves. So I think that's my biggest fear. I think there's always that tug of us being held back one way or another. And I do not want to get down the road and again, calling BS on myself and saying, Jay, my girl, you had a hundred different paths to do it. And you didn't take that hand up or take any of them. And I think that's it. That's really a good way to look into it and see it because there's a lot of things that hold us back. Was there a moment like when you were in your photography business that you felt that you were holding back? I don't, you know what, you bring this up. I don't even know when I got past it, but I feel like I'm there. When I jumped back in, like to start actually building the photography business as an actual business, not a hobby, not something that I was learning like professionally, I was very absorbed and caught up in my age because this is my third career. My first career was event planning. It was the love of my life until I started my cake business, which was also that, right? I mean, how lucky am I to do it again? But I started it in my mid-40s, really. And so there was a time period in that very beginning up until, I don't know when, now I'm going to have to really think about it. I was so stuck in my age, girl. And it is pointless. It is absolutely, and it could have been during the time, you know, I'm all silver haired. I grew it out. I feel more like myself than I have forever pointless, kicking my own ass over my age. And it nobody cared. Nobody cared who I was working with, coaching with, teaching in front of my camera. And uh, why did I spend so much time just like marinating in this awful feeling of it's all slipping away? No, it's just getting started. You don't look that <laughs> you are well- Almost 50 next year. <laughs> it's, it's so funny how we hold ourselves back with some silly things. I mean, this is supposed to be your retirement age or whatever. It's like, no, you know, I love when women, older women, and I have so many friends and business owners that start in their fifties, their business, and they're doing amazing things. So obviously we get stuck in our own ways of thinking and liberating from that is such a breath of fresh air. So let me ask you this. I know that a lot of times we don't do this on our own. We always have mentors. So who have been some of your mentors? They don't have to be official mentors, but people who you think have helped you through the hard times and the easy times in your career or your life. So I can think of several, but I'll talk specifically in photography for just a minute. So there are a lot of amazing photographers out there. And I think the key to being uh, yourself as a photographer, obviously in your brand as well, is to find your own style and to put as much of you into it as possible. So I was struggling kind of with all this information that was coming through telling me how I should grow as a photographer and how I should work with clients. Because really, this brand photography as we call it now, is fresh. Like this is pretty new. People have only been doing it for five, six, seven years under 
that name. Specifically, too. So we're continuing to define and explain to people what personal brand photography is. So I found a mentor. I had a coach. I had somebody who had reached out to me who wanted to coach me. This was probably five years ago. And I was not at that point in my business where I wanted to invest in this specific coach. But she said to me, Jayma, you've got to get a hold of my photographer because I can see this coming for you. And this woman provides the best experience I've ever seen. And she not only made me feel great in my photos, but I'm still talking about her two years later. Please get a hold of her. So I did. And I took that beautiful advice. And I found this photographer. Her name's Wendy. And she is the grandmother of brand photography. I am convinced. She is, she's my age, but she did it the way that made sense to me. She was pulling the event planner in me out. So as an event planner, I want to give, give, give as much as possible to you in the time that you have to me. I don't hold back. I pull out all the bells and whistles every time. So we combine that with one-on-one, back to almost the therapeutic experience of working with one of two of us. And then also the self-value in creating pricing and packaging for people that knowing that everything you're encompassing for them is so much more than the gallery I was delivering. It was that experience that they could learn and live and share and celebrate themselves in too. So her name is Wendy Yellen. She's out in California, but she travels all over the universe. And she is my photographer spirit animal. And then also, I would say as far as mentorship, I have this beautiful woman who I'm talking to right here on the Zoom chat. Her name is Yamilka. Have you all met her? She comes from a different place for me. And I don't even know that she knew she was doing it in the beginning. But when you started Louisville Bespoke, when you were running your fashion show, you opened the door wide open at the perfect time when I needed somebody to do that for me. So thank you for stepping there and like shoving me on the stage with all these male photographers. And I'm like still up there fiddling with my stuff, (laughs) trying to elbow my way in there. So I can take pictures of your show, but you've shown up for me in so many different ways, personally and professionally, helping me with courses and with clients and next steps. And um, I would say the two of you, I am just eternally grateful for and hope I get to have the same chance with other women who I work with up there as well. Oh, thank you. And I was almost about to cry because... (laughs) I don't think the, I, I told the listeners yet that I had another career uh, prior to my branding career and which was, I just dabbled into fashion. I had no experience in it and I just went all in. I'm like, how hard can this be? <laughs> right? How hard can this be? Well, it was pretty hard, but it was so fun. And to me, the whole point Cause I know it's hard when you don't have experience Yeah, hard to get in anything, which I don't understand. Oh, well, you don't have the experience. Well, you don't have the experience. Oh, well, you've never done this before. And it's like, give people a chance. And yeah. if you don't take that chance yourself, you are never going to have a chance. And so it wasn't easy. I just moved here to the city and I was trying to make connections and people were like, you're never going to get into the fashion industry here. And and I'm like, there's not even a fashion industry. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. <laughs> at the time, you couldn't have called it an industry. There were people dabbling in their like their home offices making clothing. So for me, it was like, I want to help everybody and anybody who wants it. So if you were a model who you never modeled before, you wanted to model, come, right? <laughs> 
it didn't matter what size or no nope. or, or color or anything. male female older younger yeah if you wanted to do it you could do it for me that that was so important so thank you thank you for that I, I always forget those things and and I know you're one of them but you I have to do it again yeah. and I have to go back to it I just have to you know this whole pandemic kind of shifted things for me but at some point I want to go back and get back to the community uh, which was so beautiful and wonderful we're all going to so be I, ready I will go back at some point and you're going to be the photographer but continue <laughs> on the question so tell me because this is really important it goes to this next question that you yeah. felt you reached something you felt was impossible oh goodness where do I want to begin on this question. I think that the impossibility for me, once that I had wrapped up in Indianapolis in my event career, which I coveted so much, and then had this beautiful opportunity to start this pastry business because we're all multifaceted. I just have, it's like you milk in our fashion show. I have to get my all to both. I really didn't believe that I could reinvent myself again. I thought I have already spent my chances. So if I'm going to get back into work or creating my own business again, is it even possible? And quite frankly, there was a lot of people and places and things telling me it wasn't. They're like, girl, you're a mom. Girl, your husband works full time out of town. He's got you covered. Why do this? your role is to be driving the mom bus and to be sitting there on the front row of the place and volunteering with the PTA. And I heard it. That's not your role. But it's not my role. My role is that as well. But again, we get to do all those things. So I guess in some ways the impossible was, by God, there was something inside of me like this. And then I fortunately met people who helped kind of really stoke that fire and say, I can do all those things. And I can do that in a new city without a network. I can do that nationwide with the clients now that I have in a handful of other cities. I can take this to Canada or Europe or wherever the hell I want to go. You know, almost got me in Bali a couple of years ago. I'm not going to say no again, but I think that was it. I think it was overcoming everybody who wasn't necessarily trying to hold me down, but they were being cautious and they were looking at my life and saying, what you have is awesome and it's enough. And it wasn't because I wasn't fully me if I was only that one thing. That's so beautifully said. And that's so true, right? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we hold ourselves back, but other people do too. And we have that, right? Because they sometimes can't see what we can see. And so you just got to be gracious. Thank them for their passion but <laughs> yes. move on with, with what you have inside, because what you have inside is unstoppable. Basically. It's true. So tell me lessons learned. What lessons have you learned from all these experiences that you've had? So I think that the biggest lesson, and this is a tried and true no matter what, you have to go with your guts and you have to listen to your own voice. But on the flip side of that, you have to take time too. So if you're not in a place where you're ready mentally, or if you're not ready with the physical time, it's okay to wait. It's okay to put that on the back burner. There have been times in my own business, I'll just talk about photography right now, where I could have moved forward five or six steps. And it just was not, I was not done marinating in the moment that I was in and fully developing it before I took that step. 
So I think that's a huge lesson that I've learned. The other thing is too, is that no matter how independent you are, you need community. And they do not have to look like you or be doing the same thing that you're doing, but you need other people who are in the same business journey. I'm lucky because I get it my clients too, because they're doing the same thing as I am. So it kind of feeds that as well. But you need them to rely on emotionally. If you need a personal phone call or a shot of whiskey with one friend, or you have somebody else, or you can bourbon. or bourbon, I should say, oh my gosh, send me back to Indiana or bourbon. We need our community. And community doesn't have to be face-to-face. It can be online. It can be these connections that you have made with other people like Yamilka all over the world. She sees some of them now in person. Community is key. And I think it's really easy as an entrepreneur just to hide behind the scenes and control everything yourself without asking help. Because asking help for sometimes just seems like you're giving away part of your independence and what you have the ability to do. It's not true at all. There's only one way that you can do this. And it's asking, it's getting other greater perspectives and asking for support. It's so hard for us to ask for help. I don't know why. Sometimes I get stuck in these things and I'm like, why haven't I asked people? I should be asking people about this, not holding it in and trying to figure it out on my own. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. So let me ask you this. What's next? What's happening in the next five years for Jema? There's a lot going on. So I have uh, really honed in on the way and kind of the methodology on how I work with clients. And it works and it's fantastic. And so I want to be able to have the opportunity to open up myself to a little bit of traveling. I'm an avid traveler too. Yamilka loves to be all over the place. So we have that. Or dear, of course you are. But yes, but we also need to take more advantage of that too, because we're mobile. We can work anywhere. So I'm on a five-year plan with my husband. We're working on picking up things so we can travel and be available in other places as well. And then also I'm adding some additional things to my repertoire too. So I've been mainly a natural light photographer. I love to do it that way because we can work in all different types of locations and that really scratches the itch I need for variety, but I want to do more studio work. So you're going to see more in again, loving to do all the creative things You're going to see me kind of taking not only my natural light photography lifestyle that you'll find with my clients, you'll see me integrating more studio work too. So professional lighting studios, things like that, kind of on locations, and then growing my team because I'd love to add a stylist. I have hair and makeup, but I'd love to add a full-time assistant for that as well. And also when we're in the big cities, transportations, and just kind of layering on to that experience and how I love all my clients on top of some of those technical skills that I'm still working on too. Oh, wow. It looks, it sounds amazing. And I, I can't wait to get back in the studio with you or studio or outside, <laughs> wherever you want to do it. But or on the kitchen counter. Where? Yeah, on the kitchen counter, I just stand on it. So how can we get a hold of you? Where do we find you? Where are you? Yeah, absolutely. So I am always active on Instagram. So that's Jema Finney Brand Photo. And then the other best places, come on over to my website. It's jamafinney.com. 
And if you are interested, there is this fantastic quiz on there. And it's about finding your own personal visual brand. And it takes you step by step. I know Yamilka loves a quiz. It takes you step by step through the actual photography, like how your photography can look and how you style yourself. And it has a really cool prize on the end of it as well. And the idea behind that is to get you one step closer into getting yourself into the idea of planning yourself a professional photo session and what that can actually look like and do for you and your business too. So jmethody.com and Insta. Because anybody can be famous for what they do. Anybody can be famous for what they do. This is so true. (laughs) (laughs) We're all famous. I love that. All right. So don't forget to get a hold of Jayma Finney. I mean, she is amazing. Spell your last name for everybody. Sure. It's Finney, F-I-N-N-E-Y. And your first name is also tricky. So spell yeah. So it's jaymafinney.com, J-A-M-A-F-I-N-N-E-Y. Yes. And oh. I'm the only one you'll find. So just type me into Google. Yeah, because we'll we'll have all the information, but those who are listening sometimes don't look at the writing. And so it's all good to to kind of spell it out. So Jayma, thank you so much for being on the couch with me on this therapy session. I learn a little bit more about people, even just on here, because it's (laughs) really interesting to get the perspective of different things and going a little deeper than just superficial. So thank you for being so open. I know that's a part of your work. So that's why I love bringing in people who really get the soul thing and understand that you have to work with people's emotions. And like you said, you're kind of like a therapy photographer as well, because (laughs) there goes a lot of therapy goes into that. People are, especially when it's their first time on camera, a lot of things come up for them, right? So thank you so much for being with me. And I'm sure we'll get back on at a later time. That sounds wonderful. Yamilka, thank you so much. My time spent with you is always some of my favorites. So I'm going to say scoot on over and leave me a room on that couch once in a while, because I always (laughs) like to tuck up and have a conversation with you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you'd like to connect with me on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding, Bespoke Branding Agency, or email me at yamoka at yamoka.com. Thanks for listening.